Yeah, let's talk about today's race. Uh, how did you like? Yeah, it? dude. I don't know. Dude. It was actually like uh, quite exciting to have it back, it's right? Like, given mm-hmm. the break for like three and a half months. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, and the two. Like right, like about a week after the Drive to Survive season four is out, like I think it's right. uh, uh, pretty good to like resume back to the action and then see all the drivers back on grid again. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Drive to Survive has a good timing. Uh, they release the the show pretty well. You know, it gives you a week to catch up. Uh, you know, serves as a refresher of everything that went down in the previous season and uh, creates the right build up for the actual season to right, start. Right. So right, right. Yeah, you can always like. Uh, uh, trust in Netflix to build that drama, create that tension, set up that hype, and like get the fans like uh, something to look forward to at the start of the season. So right, yeah, the timing was like pretty good. Yep, and, and especially given last year's season was a highly controversial ones, uh, you know, with a lot of decisions from the race director that were criticized, and which eventually led to Michael Massey, the race director, being fired from F1. What do you think about that? Do you think it was like a scapegoat kind of a situation or were they actually not happy with uh, you know his decision making yeah it's like uh, it's like i think people felt like both ways right like some felt that you had to like choose uh, racing uh, and then make it like more interesting than like just stick to those rigid rules that f1 has been doing for so far whereas the others felt like uh, this inconsistency is not something that's fair for everyone like you could mm-hmm. also if you like take a look at the driver reaction and then recordings or like onboard uh, recordings of the drivers we could right. see that many of them like uh, like right, right. Uh, they weren't too thrilled that only like some of the cars were oh yeah yeah it, it's not just hamilton who was Correct. Com- complaining Correct. about it even like ricardo and Sainz were like wait how is that happening why are only like, cars in between correct. them allowed to unlap and correct yeah. so i don't know it, it seems like fair that we need to like look at like both sides like yeah uh, uh, yeah like obviously like you couldn't uh, complete a race with uh, just the safety car going around right like that right. would that was that wouldn't be fair for a, especially a, when it was to decide like a final race exactly exactly, exactly. Yeah. given all that any other race like, they could have but not that yeah race. correct given how much was riding on that race like it didn't feel fair that it had to end behind the safety car so in that way they had to do something to make it competitive and then give it a fitting finish given how uh, intense and then how competitive the entire season was for both the teams but at the same time like the lack of consistency and then like what would you do like it's like literally like you need to make your decision right. in a matter of minutes and like you can't have it all right so yeah yeah like uh, i guess uh, yeah that's what ultimately like led to his uh, sacking like he had to pick whether to give it a fitting finish or to like follow the rigid rules and then like a finish behind a safety car like right, uh, right. which do you actually like pick yeah uh, so yeah the yeah, tough situation for uh, the race right. director to be in for sure uh, i don't right. think yeah many race directors in the past would have experienced this but whatever that's it is uh, yeah we have moved on uh, you know hamilton went dark of social media for a bit after yeah. the decision but uh, you see they're back everyone seems to be they seem to have moved on and they're focusing on the new season so that's good that's true that's true uh, what do you think of uh, today's race uh, what are yeah. your like, first impressions after having today's race it? yeah of course uh, yeah today's race was uh, yeah i would say it was 
it had its exciting moments but overall i wouldn't say it was super exciting uh, and uh, especially if towards the end if pierre gasly's car didn't catch fire i think the race just kind of got over like midway and uh, everyone was maintaining their position nobody was trying to uh, catch up or gain position there and uh, yeah but uh, for sure the the decisions by red bull to pit for the third time and then the safety car which led to most other cars pitting again it was interesting and uh, yeah i think red bull's bad luck is something we should talk about right like it looks yeah. like they finished with zero points and both their cars sort of retired so that's true it's like it's not like this bad luck thing with red bull it's not like something new right like even yeah. even last season if you like take a look at it like max had like a bunch of dnfs like early on like yeah. which probably if he didn't have those you'd probably like it wouldn't have become that tense right. finish like it's like problems with red bull uh, not actually like uh, finishing due to like bad luck or like some some mistakes or like yeah tires this is not something new and we have always like seen them like get on with it and then come back like stronger so right, right. in that sense like they have shown that they have like a strong and competitive package today like they definitely had the pace like uh, we saw that uh, max was pretty much like going wheel to wheel against charles uh, yeah in the uh, first like, half of yeah, yeah. right after the first pit stop right like he, the, the for three consecutive laps like right. they were like interchanging cars like uh, even though like charles uh, led every lap at the finish line like they did have their moments where like uh, they were like going at it like wheel to wheel and then right, right. max did come out ahead a, a few times and even perez right like he was like stuck bang on behind uh, uh, carlos right uh, like both of them were pretty much like always at like a 2 second gap like so right, it's right. like in terms of competitiveness i certainly feel that uh, uh, red bull are like right up there with ferrari and uh, the like despite like today's bad luck and then them having issues with uh, their cars i feel they can like work it out and then like put together a, a better and more competitive and reliable package for the coming races so they right, should right. definitely uh like uh, make a strong comeback uh, yeah and i'm sure what, they will uh, like red bull is not someone that uh, goes down that easily especially it's just the first race of the season so yeah i think an interesting thing to note there would be uh, all the cars with red bull's part train kind of fa- not all but like 3 out of 4 failed yeah. almost in the same lap so that's some um, that's true. you know how they keep talking about things are rated for a certain number of laps like tires or like they the engineering so solid there and the analytics are so like real time they know exactly when the car is about to fail and uh, that says something about the engineering quality where even though it wasn't up to the mark but it was consistent because three out of four cars failed on the same lap which is quite an interesting thing yeah that's true like even pierre scasley even though we did see catch fire but uh, first thing was that it did lose power and exactly. then like probably due to an electrical failure or something it did catch up catch on fire right yeah uh, and but uh, sonoda had a, a good finish though like he's in the p8 so i right. guess like overall if you look at the engine itself like uh, i guess they have like managed at least a better job compared to the mercedes where if we see oh, for sure. all of the all of the teams that are using mercedes engines right like or mercedes power units right. rather like 
we see all of them struggling like especially if we see uh the mclaren team right like mm-hmm. they're like nowhere there like they've not even managed oh yeah to, mclaren is uh, p14 and 15 yeah that's true like uh, uh mclaren has not uh, got it all right this season and and not just them like even if you look at uh, uh other teams like uh uh the mercedes team itself the main team even mm-hmm. they aren't as competitive and uh, like fighting for the championship like they used to like they've been used right, to in, right. like the last eight seasons right like where they've always been up front like right. they yeah, seem w- to be w- lagging a bit one can almost say that mercedes and ferrari have seemed to exchange their spots like mercedes is a good competitor for like p3 p4 uh but yeah they don't seem to have the pace to qualify for p1 or p2 that's true okay at least given how the car uh, is right yeah, now like as they of were, now. yeah without the uh, incident they were like around 30 35 seconds off from the race leaders so right. that's like a long gap like when yeah. it comes to racing like that's that's like comfortable enough for another team to like pit and take the fastest lap yeah. even if they had to and even the other team that uh, uses uh, uh, their power units right that's like mm-hmm. uh, williams even they aren't doing as well and williams and aston yeah martin. williams and aston martin yeah yeah even the other teams like williams and aston martin uh, who use uh, mercedes power units even they were like pretty much uh, not in the points finish like uh, right. so all the teams with mercedes power units seem to have not uh, it looks like it's not really going as well as they would hope uh, it would be at the beginning of the season like right. it's it's like hard to pinpoint if it is the mercedes power unit but it's at least something that we are we can definitely observe off of the standings today right Yeah so i think toto had something to say about this toto wolf the principal of uh, mercedes uh in the post race show uh, i think he was asked if this is a power unit issue or it's just like a overall package issue just the car together he seems to think it's just the overall car and uh, that the engine only needs to be fine tuned so uh yeah he seems to have confidence in the engine it's just about like getting the engine in you know uh, working in harmony with the rest of the car uh he was also asked if uh, mercedes is targeting or has a chance at the constructors championship or the world championship seems to have dodged that question but uh, he did say that ferrari has a good package this year so yeah yeah that is uh, yeah it's good when i mean uh, it's good overall for f1 i think that uh the championship or like the battle for championship is not just left out to like one team or like two teams you know it's it's going to be an interesting battle for all of us like interesting uh, season when there are three teams which all have a chance to actually win the constructors as well as the world championship so yeah that's true that's true and it's like uh, everyone just want to like put ferrari on the spot and then take the heat off of them so that they don't feel yeah. that pressure yeah. but uh like we all know like how how much pressure like mercedes right. actually is under like given the expectations right. and the high bar they set for themselves over the years yeah. right like they are like literally like running around with a target on their back like like how like toto was mentioning and drive to survive right like right. all of them are like at them like even yes. today we saw that kevin magnussen from haas like he was pretty much giving mercedes a hard time at the start That's of the true. race like he was like fighting lewis like he it looked like he could like get ahead at any point 
right yeah, yeah it's yeah. interesting you bring up has because i think uh, this might be a year it, it might be a comeback year for has they they probably won't win the championship or have any or might not even have any podiums but they are in the points in the first race already so uh, definitely something to watch out for uh, has might be a good uh, competitor for maybe p4 p5 that's what their range looks like but uh, uh, somewhere in the points at least so yeah i don't really think that they would be finishing p4 p5 i'm looking more like a p6 p7, p7 like, yeah. i'm i'm pretty sure like mclaren and uh, some of the other teams right like uh, they will like catch on like uh, yeah. lp and then mclaren i feel both of them should like uh, catch on so yeah but nonetheless like given their car right now and then yeah magnussen doing well and with mick schumacher if he's able to like perform and then they all like bring it together right probably they do have a chance like uh, right. you never know it's not this is not the first time that uh, has has like started the year off strong right but uh, they have never managed to end the year or like maintain that momentum throughout the year and then like deliver a strong finish it's like th- that's what where, is where the challenge lies like to right. do this thing keep it up consistently throughout the consistently. year yeah yeah like uh, as part of the sprint they have done well but we all know that uh, f1 is like a season long marathon so yeah. like it all depends on how they're going to like keep their pace and then do this like week in week out yeah in any case it looks like their car is at least capable of scoring points if that's things true. go well that's so true. that's something Given, good for them that's true given the last two years how they've been like this is yeah. definitely a very strong start to their season like they right. should definitely be proud of that and what do you think of kman like uh, he was like about to uh, do an indicar yeah he, he was moving something. on literally a week ago I yeah he was yeah but <laughs> i think it's like, good yeah, he's uh, back yeah has yeah. had to i i believe they had to get rid of uh, mazepin because uh, uh because of the uh, russia the yeah, russia the and russia ukraine, ukraine thing war, right yeah yeah but that, but i think the team is still funded by ural kali right is it or have no no no, no, no. The, no the ural kali is out uh, so okay. what they did is like uh, uh, all the russian businessmen have been like sanctioned and then right. so that that made has like take off the ural kali logo and mm-hmm. so jean has like stepped in and then like he increased the funding looking at it as an opportunity okay, okay. and they like probably like took off mazepin because they that's going to affect the sponsorship and then the money yeah, they're yeah. bringing on the the Even, other brands won't be comfortable exactly you know, being exactly. co-branded with them so yeah correct yeah yeah it, it completely yeah it's quite unfortunate for mazepin uh, but i think it makes sense on has's uh, yeah. has's decision yeah. makes complete sense from a team perspective and uh, yeah. if they have secured the that's funding good. like you said from jean has then uh, there's no reason for them to even uh, fear you know yeah. letting go of their title sponsor the, that's true that's true and it's i don't know it's like worked out really well like kevin magnuson has been with has earlier on and then right. to be honest he did have like a pretty good uh, couple seasons with them like right right like he was like a better driver like he was actually like pretty good and now to have him back and bring all that confidence and then deliver like this without having having like uh, run the car and testing without getting as much exactly. time with the car right like to just be like hired overnight when you have like moved on from f1 you're like doing something else to come yeah. back and deliver a strong race like this 
and finish like P5. That's like commendable uh, achievement. Like uh, happy to see Gunther happy. Like you always want Gunther happy. Yeah, he's yeah. like uh, a pleasant personality when he's like happy. ஒன்னும் doing anything yeah. super exciting it's a little surprising <laughs> but yeah that just talks about uh, how interesting of a person he is so yeah he definitely has a lot of fanfare yeah at least has has some screen time somewhere right like uh, yeah. even though they didn't have much much to show for in the races itself last year should we go, go over the driver standing real quick and uh, yeah, then like pick sure. out the key points i can quickly read out some of like the interesting standings at least uh, so yeah charles leclerc finished p1 ferrari 26 points so he did get the fastest lap too uh, nice. carlos sainz junior finished with 18 points at p2 so uh, that's a one two finish for ferrari hamilton uh, yeah this is something we can talk about how lucky is hamilton to get a podium <laughs> in this race right like he yeah, was yeah. consistently fourth or fifth but and that would be fine he would be happy with that decision too and i'm sure mercedes would be too but uh, literally red bull gave him the position by having two cars fail is why he ended up uh, on the podium today yeah that's true it's like uh, both the red bulls should have finished on top of the mercedes definitely uh, and hamilton yeah like he, we all know that he's a fantastic driver like uh, he squeezes everything he gets out of the track uh, everything out of what he gets from the car like yeah. but uh, today mercedes were just not uh, uh they didn't just have it in the game at least you know yeah, yeah it's better yeah. than having red bulls Correct. finish where you finish with uh, dnf that's true it's like since they have some like more points than what they have ended up with like uh, if they like get their things together and then uh, come out stronger eventually like this is something that they'll look back on and then be like yeah like we're glad that we finished uh, uh where we did and we are like glad that like red bull had like a bad day. as toto wolf said uh, better lucky than smart in the post ratio so he's quite happy yeah. with the decision and he he admits that it was a bit of luck that played its part yeah yeah it's like given the the way the season finished for them last uh, season right like in the in the title deciding race like yeah. some luck going their way is probably what even they want like right now exactly like, and yeah like kevin magnuson on p5 like that's just mega just very mm-hmm. very big like uh, just like happy all round for the team and for uh, magnuson yeah. and then uh, valky is on like uh, p6 so th- that that's, that's something to talk about as well like right. uh, alfa romeo valky, seems to be making its comeback because i think they yeah. finished with zero points too last year uh, no 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 they had uh, around they had a couple of points. points yeah yeah they had okay. around, Uh, 10 to 18 points like this season again like something like an ob- another observation that all the ferrari power unit teams right like yeah. they are doing like much better than like the mercedes power unit teams like that's for if sure you look at has like if you look at uh, ferrari and if you look at uh, alfa romeo alfa all romeo. three uh, who are running like the ferrari power units all three ha- are like much stronger and then much more competitive it 
it might not just be the ferrari power units and the, these teams might have like started working on the 2022 car well in advance in 2021 yeah. given how the 2021 season was going uh, mercedes cars which have like something of a catch up to do like just uh, some of the trends that we can like spot from the opening weeks right Yeah, it seems to be that uh, I would say Alfa Romeo and uh, McLaren seems to have swapped their positions compared to last year. You know, McLaren, like Alfa Romeo, used to be like P fifteen, sixteen, and uh, this year it seems to be the other yeah. way around. Yeah, Alfa Romeo. We should also talk about uh, Zhou. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should put the limelight on Zhou. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's oh. it's his debut race, and he finishes with points. I don't think many uh, race drivers get a chance to do that, so I'm sure he was very happy with it. And uh, people were describing his uh, race as a very calm, composed, and calculated one, which is quite good for a rookie. You know, uh, you generally see rookies as uh, sort of uh, they're super pumped and they're uh, you know uh, in their excitement. They crash. This is quite interesting that Joe has finished with points. Be it P10, but something. It's a good achievement, I would say. It's someone to watch out for in the next few races. Yeah, th- that's true. Like uh, he just drove fantastic. Uh, too, uh, given like he's like new, right? Like like you said, and on a track like uh, Bahrain, like uh, it's not an easy track. Like it's one of right. the hard tracks, and it has all the elements to it. Like there is like ro- there's like overtaking, there is like wheel to wheel racing. There are those. Uh, Low and medium Long, speed yeah. uh, corners, and, so yeah, yeah right. so this really like uh, tells you a lot about the car, about the driver, because it's not like one-sided. You need to be well-rounded as a driver uh, with the car, and also like you should be well-rounded as a team to actually like make a difference and then deliver an deliver a impressive performance. And I think right. that's exactly what uh, Jao did today. Like he. Put up a commendable race, and then to do it like your first time out—that's just uh, fantastic. Like yeah. uh, kudos to the driver. Yeah, and circling back to the other uh, uh, Alfa Romeo driver, that is Valtteri Bottas. Valtteri like, Bottas. Come on, like we can't just go over Valtteri Bottas, right? Like, right. Who's 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 like uh, helped uh, Mercedes win all those? Uh, yeah, Mercedes uh, would never be the constructors' championship. Yeah, uh, without Valtteri's efforts. And even the drivers' championship, a lot of time Valtteri has, uh, you know, he's let go of his own personal goals or like the desire to win to make sure that uh, Hamilton gets the lead and like that's true. He's held Max behind, held Perez behind. Very yeah, he's a team player for sure. To see him finish on top of his other teammate, like I don't know, it's just uh, yeah, like icing <laughs> on top. Like that's yeah, true. like uh, like Hamilton was giving him a very hard time to get up ahead. and now right. we can see like valtry like actually like uh, uh, pull everything from the car that he could but yeah. he didn't have a phenomenal race though like his uh, the 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 start of the race was like very poor like there was like a bit of a wheel spin and then right. he had a very slow start uh, so it's like the red bulls dnf uh, actually like played into his favor for him to like finish and up at p6 that's yeah. true Yeah, but yeah, he'd be P eight if both the had both the red yeah, bulls at had, least had completed the, the race. So that's true. And Gasly was looking pretty good as well. So you right. never know where uh, uh, he would have ended up. Uh, like given his uh, uh, the, the given the start wasn't as impressive as he would have hoped for during the race. 
But nonetheless, he had a very strong quality yesterday, and Alfa Romeo definitely are looking uh, very good. And then, like with Valtteri, with the experience he brings, and then the consistency, I think like they are looking as a very serious contenders this year for like the top spots. Like, yeah, uh, definitely, true. they are like uh, more exciting and then more competitive than what they have been in the last couple seasons. So definitely, like I am excited for. Uh, uh alfa romeo to this season right yeah they 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 are a serious contender for the best of the rest there's going to be a new chemistry between botas and jao we should see how that plays yeah. out uh, gets true. controversial or you know they may yeah. play together as a team it's too early to comment on the chemistry and the dynamics yeah. i think i think we would have to watch another season of drive to survive like yeah uh, that's the only where they play, where, yeah <laughs> where they bring out all the fire they throw out all these punches and then make it more punchy and then uh, right. like bring out the sentiments right like uh, yeah and then so where like fans can be like yeah this is the rivalry like uh, like manifest the rivalry between uh, racers and then racers, make it more yeah. exciting for themselves like to know some of the back stories and then to dramatize like some of the events and then like uh, yeah to build up a story in their head and then like to make it more passionate uh, than yeah. just uh, the events that happen on track right to relate the off track events as well and then like uh, make it more interesting and then be engaged uh, with the sport like through the rest of the season yep yep yeah it'll definitely be exciting to see uh, what, when uh, drive to survive peels back the curtains behind for alfa romeo this season so yeah, <laughs> yeah looking forward to that that's let's true. let's talk a little about uh, Williams, Alex Albon seems to have made his comeback. I think he's probably had the most number of entries and exits from F1 in the last couple of years. He has a team every alternate year, and then he's out, and then he's back, and he's back again. So, yeah, yeah. let's see how he plays out this time. Williams, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say we got an impressive performance from Williams this year, it, but yeah, kind of. a little better than their previous years they you know p13 is not bad I, even if uh, the red bulls did qualify they'd still be p15 so it's better than being p19 and 20 so something there but uh, yeah, yeah. We'll have to yeah. see if it's actually something that's or it's true. just like a fluke that's true the, williams did have like a strong finish last season like the right. like last season was phenomenal for them and yeah, uh, yeah today they were not uh, that much at it and uh, Alex Albon also had an incident like where he almost like ran into Carlos Sainz at that mm-hmm. uh, at the pit stop exit uh, uh, right but uh, mm-hmm. yeah like uh, just like happy that they didn't actually make make contact and then like yeah like they had like a clean race but uh, apart from that they weren't uh, like uh, there to have like a points finish today probably like yeah. that's, that's something that will change over the coming races like uh, Uh, depending on uh, how they like pick up from this race and then how they improve their car, but right, uh, right. yeah, definitely something to uh, look out for uh, as the uh, season like builds up. And yeah, he and Alex Albon did finish ahead of his teammate uh, Nicholas Latifi. So mm-hmm. probably he he's like uh, doing pretty all right as the as the driver. Like I think he's kind of okay with the. Car because uh, uh, like right yeah he, I mean he he both he beat both the McLarens which I would say is quite an achievement you know yeah maybe not this yeah. year but like in general Williams finishing over McLaren that's something yeah. 
people that yeah. makes headlines that's true that's true that just shows how poor mclaren uh, uh has put a package together and then they're just not in it at the moment right. like they have like a lot to work on like i think yeah. they are the only team that have uh like gone into the next race or like are going into the next race with a lot of things on their checklist yeah yeah that's for sure they have a lot to work on and what else do we have what about aston martin how did they do hulkenberg uh, p17 yeah, i think they did pretty all right stroll uh, p12 okay yeah they did pretty all right and hulkenberg who was in for sebastian vettel right like vettel right. had he his, was uh, vettel was positive, positive for covid for covid 19 so yeah so given that uh, he's just on for the weekend and then to like come in and then uh, like to put up that performance and then finish where he did like yeah. I, i'm not sure if they could have uh, done anything uh, better right like given it's like you need to adapt to a new car right, right, right. new season like a lot to like take away and then learn from and then come back stronger next week right and yeah actually speaking of aston martin reminds me i think aston martin had almost no time i don't know if they signed out of the contract but uh, they had no visibility in drive to survive this year at all right no land stroll yeah. interviews no yeah, interviews with stroll's father who i guess owns the team or- the, that's true but it's like with drive to survive it's always been like that right they like every season they pick like a few teams and couple then of teams show, yeah like three yeah, or four teams yeah and highlight yeah. them it's it's always That's been great. like that like uh aston martin which was like racing point the year before they got like a lot of limelight and then they had right. a phenomenal finish like in uh, 2020 like compared to 2021 right. 2021 they they couldn't get it right and then didn't didn't actually do well uh then what was expected of them given how they finished 2020 like given all that limelight probably like netflix decided to like take on the uh, like put the limelight back on the other teams and other teams yeah obviously like give more limelight to like lewis and then uh west happen right yeah like, it was uh, definitely the, the, the title contenders dominated yeah. by red bull and mercedes also yeah. aston martin seems to have gone back to their old design the pink car is back <laughs> yeah. yeah no i think you are confused uh, is that with the alpine alpine are looking and, a lot like the uh, racing uh, point right like racing uh, point exactly yeah, yeah. Like, uh, i wouldn't blame you for that like and it they saw exactly like a pink car same. going around yeah, yeah. they have the same sponsors it should be interesting <laughs> alpine alpine has gone all pink and looks like uh, they have got all the people thinking that uh, they're aston martin like mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Maybe like, that's uh, maybe that's strategy since everyone's uh, all about strategy. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe that's the strategy. Yeah, if you can't get over them, just confuse them. Like you Yeah, just be them. them. Yeah, just become <laughs> yeah, the person you be them. <laughs> that pretty that's much pretty covers much... the standings for today. Uh Yeah, all the, the constructors drivers. standings too. I guess it's pretty obvious Ferrari is first, Mercedes second. Uh, Haas is third. I, I don't know when yeah. the last time they were third on the constructors championship. Yeah, so. it's not going to stick around though. But uh, yeah, but definitely it's... like uh, yeah. If I'm Gunter right now, probably I would like save a few screenshots, like yeah. save these statistics. I think uh, yeah, we can close off the section with uh, yeah. I think some yeah, interesting is, stats uh, that are coming out uh, are uh, this is Ferrari's first one-two since Singapore 2019, so almost two years. Yeah, one and a half you could say, but uh, yeah, forty-five races is what yeah. I hear. Like forty-five races without a P one, 
finish. Exactly. Like, and they like get their one and two. So that's awesome. Then, yeah, then even Mercedes, right? Like, uh, they have that uh, issue with the car where they're telling that it's like the car is like purposing. Like, right. The, the that purposing is like is what is making them uh, not get that performance out of the car. Like, it just gets unstable and then uh, like it's like hard to like carry on that speed to the corner. So right. th- that's that's a that's a pretty hard uh, technical issue that they're trying to like resolve and like off the top of my head like one thing i can think of is like to like lift the car up a bit so that uh, mm-hmm. they can like work around it but if you like raise it's, the car up a bit right yeah like, it's going to slow your, down yeah yeah it's going to slow down the there's too much uh, drag so it will be interesting to see how they're going to like uh, combat this thing and then like like over the couple weeks right like if they if they actually like get around to solving it and then become the competing team that they've always right. been for the greater part of the past decade, right? Like, it would be interesting to see that if they would actually, uh, like, start going back to those glory days, like, yeah. something to, like, watch out for. Like, uh, when we talk about, like, uh, key points to take away from the race weekend, right? Yeah, that's for sure. Mercedes has work to do. Red Bull has yeah. to improve the life of their part train or yeah. something. Something is clearly yeah. wrong there. Uh, yeah, Haas to needs to try to keep out. up their game, and uh, I guess McLaren has a lot of work as we discussed. So yeah, that's what it's yeah, going to look like. True. That's true. Yeah. That well, was... uh, yeah. It's uh, yeah. So first race, six uh, teams finish with points uh, as far as the constructors' championship is concerned. Very exciting to know that uh, like it's going to be a way more competitive season uh, than it's been. And right. that is like a step in the right direction for F1 as a whole. Like, I think there is a strong sentiment also that it also needs to be exciting. Like, yeah, it, like you need to. Yeah, it needs to be exciting uh, for make it everyone, very competitive. right? Exactly. It's not, so it's, you can't. Because it has been exciting, but only for Red Bull and Mercedes because. Correct. As Correct. The rest of them were pretty much, they knew their position. There was not much to compete. There may be a little between Ferrari and McLaren, but this year we have Correct. very clearly at least two to three. Uh, contenders Correct. for P1. Like at least we are seeing that the rule changes have actually made it competitive. Like it's actually given yeah. a lot of teams a lot of things to work with and then to like actually come out stronger than they've been in the past. And then rule changes have actually made like a very visible impact. Like uh, from from what we have seen seen so far, from the testing in Barcelona to the like the first race weekend right having said that i think uh, we can close the session for today and uh, yeah next week uh, we'll be back to discuss the race in uh, saudi arabia jeddah